and welcome into the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. I am your host, John Neighbors. I am also the host of the Morning Rush, which you can catch every weekday morning from 6 to 9 on ESPN Arkansas. Let's check out our website at hitthatline.com for all types of great interviews, articles, podcasts, videos, whatever it is dealing with the Arkansas Razorbacks. Be sure to check it out at hitthatline.com. Happy Friday to everybody out there. I hope everyone's going to have great weekend plans. It is brutally hot out there. I just got done with CrossFit. <laughs> no, not to brag. Don't worry. I almost died. So it's okay. Don't feel sorry for me. I signed up for it and I pay $110 a month for it. But either way, it's going to be a great weekend, folks, because we are just mere two weeks, roughly, away from the start of Razorback football season. And a lot of you saw my tweet about uh, the, the big things coming this football season and how I'm really excited to get the football season underway for many different reasons. I think uh, one of the things is, of course, our station that I work for at ESPN Arkansas and hitthatline.com, the website. We got a lot of cool things that we're going to be starting up uh, in this upcoming football season. But one of the things also, though, if I'm going to throw it around a little bit, is that I, I was able to talk with some people who have been watching the majority of the Razorback football practices and scrimmages this fall. Now, let me be clear that this is not a a media member who watched the first 20 minutes of them stretching. It's not one of those. And let's also be clear that it's not just some Joe Schmo who was out there, you know, taking notes, seeing who, you know, who's going to be QB one today. It wasn't anything like that. It was actually former players, players that I trust. At least a couple of them were players. And the other one, was a, another person that I trust because, for the most part, they've been able to call it like they see it. Like last year, they said, man, this team's not going to be good. Well, they weren't very good, so you saw the results of it. So my, my point is is that I, I put faith in them. I trust them. Uh, I, I'm not saying that they are 100% foolproof guaranteed. It's not like they're out there pay, taking bets or placing down uh, some sort of lines or spreads, but I trust them, and I trust their judgment on things. And I was able to talk with them the other day. And, folks, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. I'm not going to try to put any false optimism or anything to you. I'm just going to relay the message that I received from them. And that is this Razorback football team is a completely different team night and day from last year across the board. And And it's in a great way. This team is faster, this team is stronger, this team is smarter, this team puts forth the effort, this team has leadership, this team is going to be a team that is so vastly improved, you'll, you won't even believe that this has got some of the same players from last year's debacle. It, it's that type of team, and it's that type of situation. Now, they went into a few details with me on some of this stuff. So, I'll, again, just relaying you the message. I did not see this for myself. Uh, I, I did not get any sort of confirmation from anybody else. I'm just going off of what they told me. And, again, I trust their judgment and I trust what they had to say. And one of the things was about the quarterback position that it's, it's amazing how just a few more pieces can make the team completely and totally better at quarterback. I, you know, last year was so bad. So, so bad. And this year you actually have guys who know what the crap they're doing in the pocket, who know what the crap they're doing in the huddle. And we're in the no huddle when they're calling plays. When they're up at the line of scrimmage, they know what they're doing. Ben Hicks knows the offense like it's going out of style. Like he just gets it. He doesn't have to check down anything. He doesn't have to figure anything out. He doesn't have to have any help. He runs the offense. That's that's what's really standing out about him. But Nick Starkle's 
arguably. I don't think it even is arguably. I think he is, according to these guys, too. And based on the one they told me, he's the best quarterback on the team. Physically, athletically, he's got the arm strength. He's an SEC caliber quarterback. And obviously, with him playing at Texas A&M and having the success he did, that's pretty much a verification of it. But he certainly looks the part, and by the end of the day, he is going to be the starter. I don't know if it'll be game one, but he will be the starter because he is showing some things that if he can just continue to be consistent, figure out the offense, and know where everything needs to be, it's going to be really great. But the one guy that they're really praising, and this was what I was surprised by, was K.J. Jefferson. K.J. Jefferson is a true freshman who's probably not going to be the starter this year. Let's just be honest. He's got a, he's a highly recruited kid out of high school, out of Mississippi. Uh, he seemed like he was the, the typical type of quarterback that you would want in a Chad Moore system where he has great athleticism and a big arm. But he's also a true freshman. But one thing that they have told me about him is that he has a cannon for an arm. He can r- throw on the run very clearly. It's very, it's very nice to see. It looks like he's been doing it his whole life type of thing. He can make plays. He's not the most accurate quarterback downfield, and that's something that they're going to be working on. But overall, he certainly looks like the quarterback for the future. That if this year is just eh, he might be the guy as as early as next year that could take over and really set apart Arkansas offensively. Just he is that type of player and that type of athlete, and there's a lot of excitement. They may even put him in some packages this year because obviously with the four-game redshirt rule, uh, if they put him in some non-conference games maybe to get him some experience, that'll be huge for him. So uh, I wouldn't be surprised if that at all happens. He just seems like he is the type of quarterback Chad Morris and this staff would just want, and it was great that they got him. And I think, you know, if it, <laughs> I don't know if it'll be this year or next year just because they got Starkle for two years. But by year three, I guess that'd be year four of Chad Morris, he'll be the quarterback. He'll be the starter, and he'll be a guy that can really be excited. And that's coming from them. That's coming from guys who are quarterbacks and know the quarterback position. He's got it going on. And so all the excitement building around him is where the excitement comes from. They also said some things about the offensive line, defensive line, special teams, everything, and how much better it looks. But... Uh, overall, I think the most impressive thing and the thing that should excite you the most is the fact that this team is just going to put forth the, the effort. They're going to be able to try much harder. They're all in. They're bought in. And I would be hard-pressed to think there will be any embarrassing losses this year like there was last year. Not saying they won't get beat. Not saying they won't get beat by a few scores even against better teams. But you're certainly not going to see a team that just falls over in the first quarter and it's all done. It's over. It's, it's all she wrote. So I certainly don't see that happening. But either way, if you want to get excited about something, folks, if you want to have some optimism, hopefully that's shed some light on it. And I'll be going through some other things that you need to be excited about, uh, some smaller things on the other side of the break. But support for today's show comes from Manscaped, who is number one in men's below-the-belt men's grooming. We all know we got to do that, right? You may have had Manscaped on Shark Tank or heard of it, but Men's Journal has named them their Lawnmower 2.0 as one of the best tools in men's grooming. Get 20% off and free shipping, all right? 20% off and free shipping with promo code Locked On at manscaped.com. That's locked on at manscaped.com. Get 20% off and free shipping with that promo code. Take advantage of it, fellas, because I already have. 
You are locked on Razorbacks, your daily Arkansas Razorbacks podcast. All right, moving on into the next segment of the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. Uh, you know, some other th- quick things I want to tell you about, and uh, some other things that I heard from some of the people who are watching scrimmages and practices. Uh, another thing is the defensive backs are very young. They are very young, but they're extremely, extremely talented. Guys like Cameron Curl, they're expecting big things out of him this year. Uh, even a guy like Jalen Catalan, he's a true freshman, but he has all the upside in the world. Could really be that type of difference maker. Uh, Jack, we- Jack Wes McClellan, I believe is how you pronounce his name. They're big on him. And it-, it seems like the secondary is going to be kind of the unsung hero on this defense. They may not get the praise. They may not get the the big hits. They may not get the all-SEC nods at the end of the day, but they're going to be vastly improved because they have a few guys there that can really make a difference. And Joe Fouché is another one that's really stood out. And, you know, that's one of the things I think that they told me was the most improved from last year, besides the quarterback position, uh, is the secondary. They're, they're big hitting. They make big plays. They got lots of athleticism. So I know people are looking forward to that. Also, the wide receivers, this is no secret, but the wide receivers with uh, the big guys on the outside, Trey Knox and Traylon Burks, those two, it's over, folks. Like, those are going to be the guys that are going to be your next level wide receivers that you will come to know and come to know well. They're the type of wide receivers that you can just throw the ball up to them and they'll go get it, which is great for inaccurate quarterbacks. No one wants an inaccurate quarterback at all. We all know that. But, hey, if you have an inaccurate quarterback, what better way to be able to help him out than to have some big-time wide receivers on the outside? Traylon Burks and Trey Knox are those guys. Get ready to get really excited about them as well. The offensive line, too, is an interesting one because – I heard them say good things about them, but that being said, they still don't believe that they are going to wow anybody. They're, they're not going to have any all-SEC picks. They're not going to have any guys that, oh, just wait for another year and they'll be really great. No, they're just, they're just guys that are there. They're, they're serviceable offensive linemen. Nothing too fancy, nothing too sexy. They're not going to have any Frank Ragnalls or Sean Andrews or anybody like that. I don't even know if they'll have Bray Cooks. They just got some guys out there. But they did say, though, that they are much faster, more athletic offensive linemen than what they were last year. So maybe that's worth something. I don't know. They don't have the talent, though, just yet. So we'll see how they can recruit at that position. But they did say that at least looked faster than what they saw from last year. And that kind of brings me into my next point is what they told me about the overall team speed. Overall team speed is what really also stood out to them. They are faster, faster as a team. Not just talking about game-breaking speed. Talking about getting the plays, getting lined up, making quick decisions, being able to move laterally, knowing where the play is going. As soon as they catch the ball, they're popping, they're going. like Small things like that, they just, they just know. They know that they got to get it done, and they know that once they get to the line of scrimmage, there's no time to think. There's only time. There's no time to react. It's just a matter of you got a job to do, and you better do it, and you better do it right, and you better do it quick. Because if you don't, you're going to fall right on your face. So they said that that was also something that stood out to them was just how much faster the team is. And they got faster running backs, or at least the running backs are looking faster. They look like they have faster wide receivers, faster defensive linemen, especially the defensive ends, faster linebackers. They just look faster. Now, that won't be able to be told or at least be able to be seen in a big way until they actually get on the field. But 
that's least something that I think you can also hold your hat on and get excited about. Now, I also want to say, when, I, when I've been talking about all these exciting things, I also want to clarify something. They could be wrong. They could be wrong. They could be just flood me a bunch of bull crap that could be completely and totally false and end up being not true. And then as soon as if Arkansas ends up being terrible this year, you're going to come back to me who did this podcast and you're say, hey, wait a minute. You said they were going to be better. I did. I did. They weren't. I'm sorry. You know, it's just as anybody's guess right now. The only reason I'm relaying this message to you is because I thought it was interesting to hear from people who actually watch the practices and the scrimmages, which is more than what I can do or any other media member can do. All we can do there is sit there, watch them stretch, throw a couple drills, and that's it. But these guys actually have been able to watch these scrimmages on hand and see the full entirety of it all, and they like what they see. And they're former Razorback players, so I'm going to at least give it some clout. I'm at least going to give it some sort of credit. And if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Hey, it won't be the first time, won't be the last time. But I'm just relaying the message to you folks. If you needed optimism, if you needed a reason to get excited, if you needed anything to get you pumped up for football season, hopefully... Just hopefully, some of that will help you out. You are locked on Razorbacks, your daily Arkansas Razorbacks podcast. Well, appreciate everybody listening into the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. Be sure to like and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or on Google Play. You can also get after me on Twitter at RushJohnNeighbors for any questions, comments, concerns that you may have. We will keep it going from there. Same podcast time, same podcast channel. To, I guess not tomorrow. Be next Monday. Have a great weekend, everybody. We will see you then. You are Locked On Razorbacks, your daily Arkansas Razorbacks podcast.